I honestly feel like I might be having some hearing loss because I feel like I can't hear you and you could hear it and now I can hear it because I turned it up. I I think we've we've been knowing this. That's okay. That's T number three. Dad losing his hearing. Well, I think it's because I run. And mom literally says this all the time. She's like, she said it to me the other day, and it really got me thinking about it. Yeah, you should should think harder about it because I'm the same way. Because my music is way too loud. I'm going freaking deaf. great intro it's so good i do like our introduction it's really nice i gotta find the artist and uh write it down and Mm. share it with everybody so they get some play honestly yeah so for our well first of all you are i am 16 hey everyone this is oh my god i forgot yeah this is the hardest part about a podcast is you know you need to introduce yourself we we do have an audience of four right now i got pulled some stats the other day it's pretty impressive we've had 20 listens across the shows are you serious yeah i've I've done 18 listens myself i've uh, I've, I've listened to all of them you put some people out there though you've you, you got the word out there so let's start with who you are and what this is Welcome to Corn Talks. I am Emma Tuss. And I am Brandon Tuss. And today's episode, we're going to be talking about our favorite childhood field trips. Oh man, field Is there anything better than knowing you're going on a field trip? There is nothing more exciting. Like you go to sleep with like all your clothes next to your bed, all your shoes, everything picked out because you're just so excited you can't even sleep. It's basically Christmas. Full transparency. Did you ever sleep overnight in, 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 in your, your clothes? In your field trip clothes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and picture day two, I think. But that was back when I was like a, a kid and I, I wouldn't sweat like crazy going yeah, to sleep. Yeah, that's true. Oh, but man. Things, things have changed. Things have changed. All right. So let's let's dive in. Well, let's dive in. But before we do that, should we just spill our tea first and get that out of the way and then just get to the nuts yeah, of the okay. episode? Yeah, okay. Let's spill the tea. Let's spill some tea. All right. So the, today's tea, courtesy of Emma. So today's tea isn't like overly dramatic, but I think it'd be really fun to share. Um, yesterday was a pretty eventful day. We played Monopoly. and Monday I, Monopoly madness. madness. Even though you're listening to this on a Wednesday, Monday Monopoly Madness yeah. earlier on this week was it crazy. Was pretty tight. I usually always get the pink properties, but this time I got all three yellows and I have been making fat stacks off Marvin Gardens and Ventnor. Marvin Gardens. I know. And usually I never want the yellows because usually no one lands on them. But this time... They're they, a hot They're yeah. a hot property. Yeah. And, and uh, my mom has like the whole green section which are very expensive rents on those it's like a thousand dollars right now if you if you land on one and she's actually kind of close to bankruptcy she's not making fat stacks like i am that's crazy well as it stands right now well first and foremost i mean probably the reason you're having so much fun is i'm not playing yeah because i'm having computer issues currently and i'm working through those and troubleshooting and watching the youtubes so the four of you were downstairs playing it and the game had to be ceased because of 
it was getting a little late. Bedtimes (laughs) were kicking in. And as it is now, I went downstairs today and had my breakfast surrounded by Monopoly pieces. And just at first glance, I would say that Bailey and you are neck and neck for taking home the Monopoly Madness title this week. And just, just so you know, and this is for Bailey, my sister, the money is not in the railroads. I'm being dead ass. Oh man, she loves the freaking she, railroads. She claims that all the money is held within the railroads, and it's so. Do you know why inaccurate. it's not? Let's let's just take a moment here and spill some tea around why it's not. You can't build houses. Hundred percent. You cannot build a house mm-hmm. on a railroad. You cannot put a hotel on a railroad. That's where the big money comes in. You can't in. survive the game. Here's what I know about Bailey. There's two things she loves about Monopoly. She loves the railroads, <laughs> and she loves the freaking get out of jail free card. Yes. Like she thinks that's like thousands Crazy. of dollars worth. Like she uses it as a bargaining chip. She does. Like, hey, I will give you this if you give me that monopoly of orange properties. <laughs> like, it's it's like a get nobody, out of jail free card. Nobody wants it. And also being in jail is the best place to be because you can build property within jail. You can. And not be going down freaking death row there with like me it's and true. their mom. And, and I just think it's funny that Bailey thinks that the, that like the railroad is where you get all the money. But if you land on my property once, you're taxed about $800. Yes. And if you land on a property with like a railroad, it's only $100 rent. So you're right. going to get in some serious trouble. That is so funny. The way people play Monopoly, you kind of learn a lot about people when you play mm-hmm. with them because everybody has their own strategy. Everyone has their own style. Some people are cutthroat. Some people are negotiators. Some people want to <laughs> speed it up by dealing out the properties before you even start to yeah. make it go quick. Some people want to play for two, three, four days. Um, it's just a fun game, but you can lose you can lose a lot of respect for people if you yeah. play long enough because it gets a little dicey. And if you're playing with really aggressive, mean people, it becomes really not fun quick. For example, a couple of years back, me and Bailey were playing with our grandpa and we and Bailey love to to give each other handouts. We're like, here, have an extra five just because you're there. Yeah. And grandpa would be like, no, no don't play with the money and we're like but we want to have fun and if you if you make the game more friendly it won't feel so bad when they have to be taxed yeah. like a thousand dollars you know see g-rod is gonna step on your throat for that five dollars that's yeah. the beauty of it and you know what here's the thing if you are playing to win then you're playing to win you're going to not give handouts last night it was funny because i was up here wrestling around with my computer and i could hear you guys downstairs negotiating and zach was like the king of negotiation he was trying every single negotiating tactic he could think of that was going to get him to a place where he could easily um you know get back in the game because he has like three railroads and a couple utilities. <laughs> like he has nothing. Yeah. But it was funny because he was doing everything in his power and no one was buying it. No one was buying the negotiation. Now, when you played with G rod, he was more like, Hey, this is how it's going to be. Um, I'm, don't you dare give her a handout because yeah. here's the thing. You got to eliminate each person. And when you eliminate them, then they no longer have that opportunity to play the game. And that's how you win. You win when you're the last person standing period. Right? Yeah, and I didn't think Zach would be so bad at the game. Well, here's the thing. There's a lot of luck that goes in Monopoly. Because if you're rolling the die and you land on a community chest and then you land on a chance and then you land on yeah. the free jail, you don't get to buy those properties. Yeah. And if you don't get those properties snatched up, you are in trouble. That's yeah. why when we used to play, one of the local rules that we had, I don't know if this is in the official rule book, but you had to go around 
the board one time before you could buy properties just to kind of give everybody a chance. It, it makes yeah. sense. Yeah. But I mean, there's so many things like free parking. There's all these local rules yeah. that go along with Monopoly. Now, you want to talk about a cutthroat game, Candyland. Oh, I love Candyland. I love Plumpy. Isn't he so oh cute? God, Plumpy. Plumpy is like my spirit animal. You know, I used to cheat when I played Candyland how? with you guys. I would see how many people were at the table playing, and then I would shuffle the cards, I'm using air quotes now, mm, yeah. shuffle the cards so that the furthest advancement card would come up on the third one. Like, what was it? Um, was it King Candy or something, yeah, like, something that? like that? I would shoot right to the front because I didn't want to play for like an hour. So you're telling me you made a like four minute game even less time by yes. cheating? It's just because I had have, such a hard time hanging out with you guys. Have you, were you so played little. Candyland recently? It literally takes three minutes to do. It's so quick, and then you get to freaking Globby, the quadricycle yes, monster yes. who's just laying in himself. Globby, or yeah. what's his name? Something Gloopy. like that. Gloopy. Gloopy. Ew, yeah. Poor guy. I mean, you go back. That that and Shoots and Ladders are two games that hang up. Oh. I love shoots and ladders, I but mean, that one, that one kind of can be a little rough. That's true. Because if you, if you hit that big shoot, you're all the way down. That's true. And then, um, I think the last piece of tea around games, now that we kind of went off on mm-hmm. a totally different did, tangent, yeah. would definitely be, what was that? Um, chicken limbo. <gasps> oh my God. <laughs> when we were kids, we had this, this plastic piece of crab chicken limbo and we would put it up in the basement and dad would be like losing his mind oh. because we'd play it and we wouldn't even play it correctly. No, but we would just do it. You know, it was more fun than that. Elephant oh. with the big trunk and the butterflies and the nets. That was yeah. a good time. See, I'm more of a fan of the lawn dart. They called them jarts. They actually <laughs> kill people. Like these things were like knives that you tried to throw into a hoop. Okay, so you don't know what I'm talking about right no. now. Imagine a hula hoop on the other side of our yard and you are holding a dart that has been blown up about a foot long with little wings on it. And on the end is like, it almost looks like a nail. And you would take it and you would throw it and it would go up in the air and you try to land it inside the hula hoop looking area. The fact of the matter is (laughs) that wasn't fun enough. So what we would do is it's kind of like that scene from Grown Ups where they throw, they shoot the arrow up in the air and try to see who can stay in the longest. You know, we would, we never impaled each other with, with jarts. That's such a horrible word. It sounds sounds like like shart. (laughs) (laughs) The jart, you throw the jarts and inevitably you're going to be throwing things at each other. But games have gotten very much They've gotten a little softer, a little safer nowadays, um, especially outdoor games. But Chicken Limbo sticks in my head just because of the sound. Oh, my God. Yeah. And Elephant. And we we always had a lot of games because we didn't do a a ton of television back then. We would play a lot of games, which is kind of what quarantine has done for us here is we've been. I mean, when was the last time you played Monopoly on a school night on a Monday for two hours? Maybe like Christmas break. Like think like of all three the things. Think of all the things you're doing now that you never would do. Like you've got a, you've got someone coming over to social distance hang out with you today, and you're getting the opportunity to go in and do things you normally wouldn't do. I mean, it's yeah. so fun. I mean, I think there is a bright side to all of this quarantine, and I think those types of experiences just prove it. Yeah, I think that was like a pretty good full round. And I have one more thing to say, actually. Short thing before we get into the actual video and stop spilling the tea. Um, Yesterday, well, last night, um, I had this like 
epiphany and I was like, what if I put an uncooked egg in my pasta and made mac and cheese with it? So I like, I cooked my pasta, I strained it, then I put it back in the pot and then I put an uncooked egg and then mix it really quickly, to, but it still sucks mm. to the pan. And then I put a bunch of cheese on it and I ate it and it was pretty good because I've seen some people put like flour in it and then do the cheese, but I'm gluten-free. So gluten-free flour might not hold up the same way that regular flour would. So I did that. It was pretty good, but the pan is permanently ruined. So sorry. Oh, geez. Yeah, you're going to have to soak that, baby. I did last night, all the whole night. I came, I came downstairs to go look at it this morning when I saw you, and it was just n- no improvement. And I'm like, oh, God. It'll get there. Yeah. And this is and this was just what kind of pasta? Uh, it was gl- uh, gluten-free elbow pasta. Like an elbow pasta. Yeah. So you're kind of making your own mac and cheese, and you spruced it up with a little egg. Yeah, I thought I saw someone do it, and I was like, yeah, why don't I try that? Because it's only 12 o'clock on a Monday night, so why not? So you moving from the TikTok whipped coffee mm-hmm. to the make-your-own mac and cheese pasta with egg. Yeah, because I kind of wanted to just like, I, I wanted to do something different that wouldn't make me so sick because the coffee messed up yeah, my day. Yeah, you can't do coffee. It's, it, it's clear. It spikes my anxiety through the roof. It, I Not good. But I think that was our tea. That was our tea. Let's, uh, let's, let's get on with the show. Right. Mm. So, field trips. Let's talk about it. Let's get into field trips. Tell us what the inspiration was for this particular show and dive right in with some of your favorites. Since I am in high school now, I haven't had a field trip in a very long time. Do you remember your last one? Yes, it was. Um, it wasn't the goldfish in a bag mid- field trip. Was yeah. it? <laughs> Middle school. It was eighth grade. We went to the county fair. No, state yeah, it was fair. State fair. And it was awful. It was so bad. You guys, I was the coat rack. I held all the bags because I was scared of the rides. And I got a, a big eye infection because the smoke from one of the the um, stands was so bad. It got into my eyeballs, dried them out, and they were just bright pink. It was not it was not fun. And, and then the ride home, everyone had... Everyone had these fish. <laughs> was it the fish and the Rasta bananas? What else was? What else the did they have? The fish and the big Rasta banana. <laughs> I swear, <laughs> it's, it's so funny because I remember going to pick you up in the parking lot after a day of fun at the state mm, fair, fun. and all I see are kids running in the parking lot with these fish, and it reminds me of that scene in Finding Nemo with the, yeah. the little girl in the banana. dentist's office. Holding the friggin' fish and yeah. shaking it in the bag. Like, they, but the, that's the issue. They weren't in bags. They were in full terrariums. So the true. water was just sloshing the whole way home. And it's like a, a long car ride in that big bus. But You didn't come home with either of them, though. No, because I was too scared to play games. However, I did lose all my money because I gave my money to somebody else because they said they'd, they'd get me cookies, and they never freaking did. See? Don't. I would name drop, but I'm too nice. You're too nice. All right, sorry. Segue. But that, so you do remember your last field trip. That's cool. Yeah. Let's talk about some of your most memorable How about field trips. my about like, like my very first field trips that I remember? And growing up in Wisconsin, we had a lot of farms, you know? And the pumpkin patch was like the best time. Like, I remember um, we would go, we get like little apple ciders. 
And then we'd go, we'd go in that big trough of corn and just lay in it. And yes. it made us all dusty, but we didn't care because we were kids. It's it's nature's version of germ balls you find at Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah, or like McDonald's, the ball the pit. Corn, <laughs> the corn. Those, those weren't Lincoln Logs. <laughs> yeah, the freaking corn. The ball. And then, oh, I remember the and corn And then you go, you go pick your little pumpkin because you couldn't get a big one because you're too small. So you had a little True. tiny baby pumpkin oh. in your hand and you take pictures with it and then um, you'd get like donuts after. It was crazy. And... Um, do you remember also, the names of those stores? Wasn't it like Skelly's? Was that one you yeah, would go to? Or there was Busy Barnes Adventure Farm? I think that was one too. Oh. And that's when they had like the cow that I that squeezed the titties, the udders. Oh, yes. And I milked it. That is so cool. I remember I remember pictures of you, little Emma, holding a little pumpkin on those yeah. field trips. They're so cute. I love it. That's a good pick. And it good was field like, trip. Yeah, and it was like fall time in Wisconsin. It's such oh. a beautiful time of year in Wisconsin. It's all like chilled and it's like the perfect the, the leaves have changed and all the kids with those big fat coats on yeah, and we all looked so cute did you get donuts with your cider yeah that was like the last thing you'd get you oh. get like donuts and cider after the corn maze i'm sure some kids lost in there but nobody. yes that's okay we <laughs> didn't i mean little billy it was yeah. a good run for him but yeah. he's still stuck in the corn maze <laughs> he's still he is somewhere. currently 17 years old now, <laughs> oh my god so i wonder if he's hot now I probably we'll, we'll look him up all Maybe. right so that that's a good one yeah do you want me to share one of mine? Yeah, yeah. Well, one of my, I mean, I, I'm sure I went on tons of field trips, but I, the one that stood out the most to me was I think I was in probably fourth grade and we went to, um, we went to the big hole battlefield. Ooh, Remember we took you there yeah, last year, there I, think. Tracks, we took a drive. I think. Yeah, we went to the big hole battlefield and that was a pretty long haul because we had to drive over the mountains in the old crummy yellow school bus. That's another thing about field trips. Mm-hmm. You were always in a crummy school bus. But we went. And we got to tour around and walk around. And I just remember the most fun was on the bus, like going there and coming back. And we would always sing and the boys would be, you know, the girls would sing about the boys yeah. and they would never sing about me, oh. which is kind of sad. Because <laughs> your glasses were so big it hid your face. Mr. Cellophane. <laughs> here's what here's what I want to know about your field trips. What kind of snacks did you bring? Oh, man. What I was pro- your lunch oh, like? My go-to lunch. Well, I probably had my Happy Days lunchbox, which I loved, mm-hmm. but I would make my own lunch and I would do like uh, like bologna and cheese Ooh. with a little mustard but you got to make sure you put the cheese then the mustard then the bologna so you don't get that bread soggy yeah if you get that bread soggy your lunch is screwed but here's another thing I loved about field trips lunch swap <gasps> yes you would trade it was like the black market totally. on that bus and that's why when my mom threw in that chocolate pudding I had a lot of leverage with that mm-hmm. chocolate pudding and if I wanted to I could change it for a pickle and half a Hershey bar <laughs> I would trade I would attempt to trade my um, my little organic fruit snacks for like cosmic brownies and no one ever wanted them. And no. I was like, but they're in the bunny shape. And they'd does be like, it, no. Does anybody want my celery sticks? They want my carrots, my baby carrots. That Everyone kid, has like their... Kids over there shoveling ding-dongs <laughs> in his face and you're yeah. eating carrot sticks. Oh, mom, foods for wellness. Yeah, and want my, my pretzels. Everyone's like, ew, oh. no. We Remember have... the year we gave out pretzels for Halloween? Yeah, that low, was... Low point. <laughs> could put chocolate on them or something. Seriously, Jeez. we were the house. And you know what? They threw them back in the yard, I think. <laughs> yeah. But anyways, yeah, I, that was the fun part was the bus rides mm-hmm. and the lunch swap. I mean, and it was supposed to be educational, but let's be honest. I'm, I was a teacher for more than a decade and I went to many a field trips as a teacher. It is a way for teachers to get a break yeah. and get out of the classroom and just hang out with other teachers while the kids run roughshod everywhere. Yeah. Because it's the best part is like 
you're you're with your friends in a new environment. Like at the adventure farm, um, they had like these wooden horses, and you would just grab some some rope and just try to lasso them hoes, and yes. you really you'd really have a good time because you felt like a cowboy. Oh, I like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that was fun. So big whole battlefield for me, uh, a, a very fun time, and it meant not having to be in class all day. Yeah, because classes suck. Yeah, and I think. My, my next one? Yes. Oh, my goodness. G- okay. Give us the next. My next one was when I made a transition to Christian school. What grade, oh, what grade was yes. that? Like third grade? That was your third grade. Yeah, I think yeah. so. Because Bailey was in fifth. Yes. She was with Mr. Ecker. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So it was third grade Christian school. I had four other kids in my class. So it was kind of a small group. It was like yeah, there, there was there five was, of you. There was five of us. Five in, one in class. the whole class. Yeah, that's kind of weird, Wisconsin. What the heck? But well, well, it's just Christian school. I mean, honestly, it's a small. Yeah. It was a very small Christian school. Oak Hill, mm-hmm. Oak Hill Christian. Christian. And I still follow them on Facebook. They are lovely, lovely people. Yeah. Lovely organization, and we love. We were only there for one year, mm-hmm. but it was, a, it was a great year. It was the smartest year of my life. It was. I learned multiplication and then forgot it the next year. Well, except now that you're on a podcast that's taken the world by storm. Oh, right. Anyways. True. Anyways, right. Yeah. Um, the best part about these field trips for me was that I could bring a parent as like the oh, a chaperone. A chaperone. And I remember being so angry when you would come because every other kid would like you a lot. And I'd be like, no, he's my dad. You can't have my dad. It's he's true. my dad. And then when my mom came, I was like, oh, she's my mom. But this this science museum field trip in Christian school was so big because it was my first time getting a wedge sandwich and for some reason, I thought that was the coolest thing. And it was a triangle sandwich. And I never really had those before. Like, I always had just, like, the squares. But I had a cheap wedge sandwich, and it was the sickest thing ever. And I was there with my mom, which is cool. And I also remember I touched a pig brain at the science museum, which is kind of gross. I can still feel it under my fingers with the gloves on, I think, because you yeah. probably couldn't touch it bare hand. But it was really gross. And it was a big brain. And I thought pigs were stupid, but I guess not. Yeah, that's cool. It's probably just jello, though. Oh, they yeah. probably just told you it was a brain. Kids, kids believe one? everything. Oh my god, it was a human brain. And that would was that in Madison where you went to that science? Yeah, that was Madison. Yeah, it was a really cool museum. I love a science museum. Yeah, because so mom neat. and I used to flip flop. Like she would go on some field trips, and I would go on others. And I remember going to Busy Barnes Adventure Farm mm-hmm. one time, and then I remember mom going on that one. So that's pretty cool. Those are those are super fun times. Yeah, and it's funny that the one thing you remember about that is the pig brain and the sandwich. sandwich. I mean, that's really what it's all about. It's about, it's not about like learning all these other sorts of Mm -hmm. things or, you know, implementing something new outside of the classroom into your mind. Like, oh, come on, people. The whole point is just to go out and make some memories. And you did. And it was with mom. And that was super fun. That's super And I think on this field trip, we didn't have buses. We went in our cars. Yeah. Because it was only like a lot of some amount of kids going, so it wasn't like a crazy busy trip. Sure. But also I like how when you would go on a field trip, you'd see other schools and you'd be like, Oh shoot, we got some competition over here. And but we're the Christian schools, so we'd just be like, Hi guys. Yes. Hi. Oh man. Did you ever have like competing schools go on field trips same time as you? Well, we used to do a field trip where both the elementary schools, actually all three of the elementary schools in the city they're, they're no longer there, but it was, you know, Dwyer where I went to, there was Washington school and there was Lincoln school. And we would do these, um, these 
things called Hershey track meets where the whole, all the schools would come in. And I think I'm remembering this correctly. All the schools would come in for a day of outdoor activity, like softball throw and running events. And they didn't let us throw javelins at each other, but you know what I mean? So my lawn darts skills would have came in handy there, but we would go for one day. We would walk over. We didn't take a bus. We would walk over like the four or five blocks from, uh, West elementary is what we call it at the time. Dwyer intermediate now, or well, it's gone now, but you know what I mean? So we would do that and then we would go and run around and play and we'd get to see other kids from other schools and you would get, they would give away ribbons and things like Mm. that if you won. And it was always just a nice day and everybody got a participant ribbon, I think, and those types of things. But you know, you'd hang out in between events on the grass or in the stands eating your lunch or just hanging out with friends. And it was just a way to get outside and enjoy some of the, you know, the spring moving on into the end of the school year. I think like field days were a huge deal. Like I remember being so excited to go run. Like I was a runner. Like I, and I don't run at all now, but as a kid, like just the wind, man, it was freaking fun. It's true. One of the fun things as a teacher we used to do was a water fun day at the very end of the year. I mean, they loved that. <laughs> yeah. And I'm just going to say, I'm not, I'm not going to tell the story on here, Emma, so don't even get me to <laughs> okay. do it. But I'm I just going to say shart and we'll move on. <laughs> um, but I will say, here's another great field trip that we used to do when I was a kid. And we would go and plant trees on the side oh, of so nice. the A hill. And you know the A hill in Anaconda. Big Anaconda, hill. Anaconda, the big hill. There's an A on one you know, mountain, there's a C on the other one. The A stands for Anaconda High School. The C stands for Anaconda Central. It's no longer there. And we would go because our school was close to the A Hill. We would walk over from the school and we would all have, they would bring these little tiny sapling trees and we would bring our gloves and our pants and our, you know, our little shovels and we would plant these little trees. And it's cool because when you go there now, these trees that I planted, you know, way back in like the, the mid 80s, are now like giant trees on the side of the hill. It's That's so really cool, cool to see. But it was it was just a fun thing to get outside and hang out. And, and what's great about that is not only did I get to do it as a student, but when I student taught at Lincoln, which Lincoln School was amazing. I, we used, it used to be Lincoln Steakin when I went to West, but when I student taught, I got into Lincoln. It was the best best experience in my life. I loved that school. And I got to go and plant trees with them when I was student teaching back in 97. So that is super, super fun. I never did anything cool like that. Like we never... We never planted trees. We probably should have, though. It would have been important for yeah. us. Our it was environment, you know. Yeah, for us, our things like let's go see the fire truck. That yeah. was like our thing. That's sweet. Like, and they would like, they'd um put the siren on. Be like, oh my god, fire! We go outside, and they're just there, parked. Like, hey guys, and right. they'll spray us with like the water. And yeah. we never did any fun like outdoor planting stuff. I would love to plant a tree. So you talked about your public school experience. You Mm -hmm. talked about your uh, private school experience with Oak Hill. Now let's talk about your homeschool Mm -hmm. field trips. And this is a little different because for your homeschool field trips, you used to travel with us everywhere we went and we would actually hire, I mean, we hired a teacher for you most of the time, but before we got into that, we would hire like a tutor or a nanny or whatever to watch you while we were there. Were there any memorable on the road experiences you had with field trips? Definitely. Like a lot of um, aquariums and zoos and stuff, uh, science museums. Um, one time in Washington was the Smithsonian. That was so cool. Oh, I love the Smithsonian is so sick. It's crazy. But I do remember it being really awkward when we'd see other schools there, like during field trips and like where the homeschool kids, just me and Bailey and our teacher, and it'd yeah. be like, what are they doing here? Like, what are they doing here? It'd be kind of sure. awkward. There's a lot, for some reason, when, when, when girls see girls out in public, there's always like a weird like sizing up issue. 
I noticed because I Do you would think be, that's just on field trips? No. <laughs> right. But I only saw other girls at field trips. Guys do it too, but not nearly as girls, deep as girls, girls do. Like, I remember being in the bathrooms like, and they'd be like all there at once, all the girls, and they'd just kind of like look at each other and I'd be like, damn, you guys are kind of kind of mean like I see your eyes and they kind of hurt my feelings a little bit because I had like a an egg shirt on had like you baking me crazy or something oh like my god that. that's amazing <laughs> yes and I'd be like okay let's go to the next exhibit and they'd be like watching me walk away and I'm like damn my yeah. feelings are hurt they didn't say anything to me oh man but so the I Smithsonian's never, I never that's fun high. that's fun yeah any and other you ones see the fossils oh um the air and space museum oh love air and space yeah Who's Aaron Space? Aaron Space is great. <laughs> Didn't he write one of those sitcoms back in the 80s? I'm sure. Well, oh, that's Aaron Spelling. Oh. He did The Love Boat. The Love Boat. Yeah, see, very good. Um, let's see, other field trips. Oh, yeah. Uh, the aquarium in Mer- Baltimore. Oh, yeah. That right in the one inner was very harbor. cool. Yeah. That one was cool. I think I got like a souvenir stuffed jellyfish or something. Or maybe Billy got that. I don't know. Someone yeah. got that. Very cool. I like seeing the penguins and I like seeing um uh like the big the big fish tank, the whole wall just fish and like I think it's so cool. What about the field trip when you made that amazing film with Darcy, your first oh, homeschool teacher? Those field trips were just to the park <laughs> and they were pretty good. Don't even lie. Yeah. We would like bring our, our big iPads when they first like released iPad and We'd go to the park and we'd make little films, and they were so fun. I wish we still had some. Yeah. Um, Looking back on that, it's so funny. You forget that you, you know, you basically did a stay-at-home, a hack school, if you will, yeah. for four years. We talked about. I, I kind of blocked it all out. Like yeah. I've, I've forgotten most things that happened. Like then, like the homeschool experience was very interesting. But it didn't stunt your growth. I mean, it didn't, no, you were, I mean, maybe a little bit in the mathematical department, you were a little bit behind, but you've since caught up, but everything else, like you are very well-spoken, you are very responsible, like you're a self-starter, like all of the things that we work with, you know, in entrepreneurs and business is, are the same things that you yourself have. And I think a lot of that came from you doing homeschool and not having to go through the middle school experience until eighth grade. Is that correct? Or yeah, did you, eighth grade was my first year. Yeah, you out. were reintroduced into yeah. public schools in eighth grade. Bailey was reintroduced to public schools in sophomore, sophomore in high school, so she missed all of middle school. Lucky and that was her. that was by design because middle school, middle school can kind of wreck you a little bit if you're not careful. Middle school was a doozy. I was, doozy. I was sick, literally. All the time. Like, I think I think I was sick more than I was healthy. Yeah. And I had to do gym class for the first time. And I didn't know how gym worked because I had only done it when you wear your, you wear your regular clothes and you would just, like, play on the floor with, like, the big parachute. That was what, that was what I got. Sure. But then I got into real PE in eighth grade. And, like, we had to have uniforms and, like, a dressing room. And, like, I never really cared about changing in front of other girls because, like, I went to camp. But like, um, we had to do the pacer test and I didn't know like where the lines were when you would turn, like there's a whole strategy for it. You never stop running. You kind of run in circles. And I never really learned that. No one told me. So I, I was never very good at pacers or like any sort of fitness gram. I do know that they were torture and very mean because for push ups, you would do two at a time. One girl, one guy, and everyone would watch you. 
and oh, and but on in, stage. Yeah, but in high school, you all do it same time all together, yeah. so no one's watching you. And it's like that's brilliant. And then I can lie about my score, which I did. Right. I, got, I just did a thousand push-ups. No, I'd be like, I I think the girls, it's kind of unfair, kind of sexist how the girls have to get less, but I appreciate it a lot. But basically, um, for girls, I think it was like 25 push-ups. And I was like, I, I didn't make 23. Like, oh yeah, I'd like 28 or 31, one of those numbers. And they'd be like, okay, cool. Because no one actually cares. We always look so forward to presidential fitness testing. Oh, I mean, that's what God. they used to call it when I was a kid. Like, let's see how, we used to have to do these things called dips in high school where you basically get on this contraption and your legs are hovering and you bend down to a 90 degrees with your with your elbows and you're ah. lifting yourself up and the whole class would watch because there was only one dip contraption. There was only one dip oh. machine. So everybody would watch you and then you'd see people, their faces would turn beet red and then their feet would mm-hmm. start running and they're trying to squeeze up and it was just so embarrassing. And being a weakling, like yeah. I am a, I am a specimen now. Right. You're an like, athlete. I'm an extreme athlete that has just <laughs> mega packs. But back then, like scrawny me could do like two dips before I would just fall. You were the and string was, bean. And you would get graded on that. That's so not fair. Like I'd much rather hit someone in the face with a dodgeball mm-hmm. than have to do a dip or a sit up. For me, like my issues came with um, the the curl ups, which are like basically sit ups. And then the, um, the pull ups. I can't do a pull up at all not even like half a pull-up and in um in like elementary school back in uh maryland i i couldn't do a pull-up and everyone had to watch me not do a pull-up and i was like i can't get it because i my little arms were tiny little babies like little weenies and i couldn't i couldn't get up there it was a hard time. I'm just glad that high school made it so painless and I could lie about the whole thing. Yes. I love yeah. how we started off talking about field trips yeah, and then the we heck? ended up talking about gym class. And gym class is a whole episode on its own. It like, should be a whole, because I could tell you stories about having to shower Oh my in God. middle school. Dude, or, huh, I'm so thankful that swimming is not in the curriculum. Let's do this. Let's record... The next time. So this Friday, we'll drop an episode about gym class and the horrors or the the love of gym class. I don't know. I don't think I'm getting a lot of love from you. No. Well, I mean, Ghostbusters in Wisconsin. Okay, don't, don't, you're teasing it. Teasing Ghostbusters. Shout out to Gundy. Well, we will definitely be doing some shout outs on Mm -hmm. that one. But I will say this yes, there is a story of swimming, Mm -hmm. there is a story of having to jump from a very large, uh, lifeguard stand into the water and there is a story of a young boy holding himself as he urinates on his own hand and we'll talk about that on friday oh it's amazing i will save it for you yeah it's it's not me though it's a friend it's a friend yeah it wasn't you oh so uh well let's wind this episode down any um i don't want to say goodbye i know but that's the beauty of our pod we are now dropping three episodes a week we're shooting for mondays wednesdays fridays an mwf situation and um we're gonna kind of just keep rolling with that as long as until people tell us to stop we may get shut down by the radio they're gonna say we don't like this it's too crass i think emma said frickin once she apologizes (laughs) and um we're trying to keep it clean but um she also said something else i'm sure that was inappropriate i probably said ho i'm sorry that's okay but you you did say lassle them hoes (laughs) (laughs) lassle them hoes (laughs) when you were talking about the uh busy barn adventure busy barns adventure Mm -hmm. farm and you were probably what six or seven and you're lassle one hoes that my 
friends, his parent of the year. Nothing has changed. Nothing I'm still lassoing hoes. Still lassoing hoes. So any insights today? For my insight, I'm going to just say the best thing ever is laughing. Like literally last night playing Monopoly, I was dying. Billy made a hot dog joke and I literally lost my mind. So my insight is just laugh with somebody. It's a really nice freeing feeling and it'll really take your mind off what's going on in the world because it's kind of stressful when you think about it like hard. So just laugh with somebody. Even tell a, a bad dad joke. Someone is bound to laugh. It's true. Somebody. It's true. Laughter is the mm. best medicine. That is no doubt. And if you're all alone, grab a dodgeball, put a face on it, and then just have a good old time. Wilson. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that. Me too. I, I love that. the tooth scene. He tears out his own freaking mouth. Oh god. Cute. Tom I said friggin' sorry. That's okay. Tom Hanks, we love you. Yeah, no, mm-hmm. I think my insight is um serenity. <clears throat> serenity and surrender. You know, be serene. Like it's just there's certain things. There's a you know the serenity prayer. You know, accept the things you cannot change. Mm-hmm. You know, right? Like acceptance is a big thing there. You just if something is going wrong, like I could have thrown my computer out the window yesterday. Yeah. But I was a little bit rattled. I was a lot rattled. Let's be honest. I sat out of Monopoly madness. How dare I? But there's a moment where you just have to submit and surrender and be like, you know what, whatever happens, happens. If I have to don a mask and see if I can go find someone to fix it and go out into the world during this pandemic, then that's what I'll have to do because it's my attachment right now. It's, it's how I connect with people through my computer. It is currently about ready to be fixed, which is good. I think I may have gotten it back online, but here's the thing. Serenity, the serenity prayer, the, you know, surrendering to things, you know, accepting it if you can't change it. And if you can change it, make the most to do that. And I think that's where laughter comes in too. Like you have a choice in how you feel. You have a choice in how you experience every situation. And even though things sometimes suck, it's all a matter of perspective. Right. And I think just laugh yourself off. It really helps. If I, I fell down really hard. Oh my God. That was amazing. Like coming into the house no, the other day. No, oh. back in January again in school, the the deck is wooden in the trailers, and I freaking I slipped so hard, and I said shit, and I was like, <laughs> and I just laughs it off, and then she was like, did you fall? And I was like, yeah. Did you fall in the school? Yeah. Somebody else I know fall, fall fell in that school. Oh, mom did. She freaking, but she did it in slow motion. Her legs. Were it was like, very Bleh. graceful. Open house. Freshman year? Open house freshman year. Oh, that was so embarrassing. And she just slipped. Yeah, but here's the thing. You know, you just laugh it off. If you can't laugh at your... if Listen, if you want an antidote for people making fun of you, make fun of yourself first. Absolutely. Because it totally takes the power away from them. It it works the same with fudgy farts. Yeah. Like if you you cork one off and you'd be like, yeah, that was me. I own it. (laughs) My bad. Nobody else can say anything. (laughs) Yeah, when I fell, I had a good laugh and there were like tons of boys behind me walking up the trailers and I just freaking slid so fast like and it was so icy it was wood frozen wood so I didn't even know it was frozen and I just I guess my my vans had no traction and I I slipped and I just laughed and then I was I was on top of the world there you go and you you totally just pulled me away from farts and for that our audience thanks you Mm -hmm, absolutely that's amazing all right any uh any last words as we wind this down um i love you where can where can people find the show this show can be played on spotify correct everybody's killing it on spotify spotify is where it's at uh 
Uh, it's also on Apple, Google, Podcasts Google Podcasts now. We have not been approved for Apple yet. I think there's, I think because we're 750 of Quarant Talks because everybody decided to name their show after ours. Right. We haven't yet been approved for that, but we will because A, we've got amazing hosts. Mm-hmm. If I do say so myself, you are incredible. You are too. Thank no, you. I'm just saying you are. No, you are incredible. <laughs> okay, thank you. Accept it. I will. Thank you. Yeah, I know. I'm aware. And also, we've got great music. Yeah. We've got sound effects like the sparkle effect right here. Oh. Oh. Don't you just love the sparkle? I do love the sparkle. The sparkle makes that. me happy. And I've also got some other some other sound effects that I'm going to start putting in. So if you've got a sound effect you'd like us to get in there, please send it along. I've got this like ba bum like a joke sound. Like if you were to tell a funny joke once, I could put it right after the end of it. I'm so bad It would be like such a dad joke. And then, of course, we've got our spilling the tea, which we love. So we've right. got our segments dialed down. We've got some great things happening. And it's only a matter of time before the, the wonderful folks at Apple... We say, have, you know what? We're pushing to the top of the list. New and noteworthy. Yes. And we have run over our time. By we a have. Lot. We have gone over quite a bit. We apologize for that. But here's the thing. When you get two people talking about all manners of things, you never know what's going to come out. And that, my friends, is the gold. Good content takes time to sort of like get better. You know? It does. It, it has it, to sort a, of brew like tea. It does. It, it just fills my heart with joy that we get to do this and have some fun with it. And we appreciate all of those who are listening. Be sure to share it with your friends. We would enjoy uh, bringing a little bit of sanity into this crazy chaotic world we mm. live in. And that has been our episode of corn talks for today. Um, thank you for listening. We appreciate all you guys. And we will see you on Friday for Oh, an absolute banger once again about PE class. Oh, Fayed, we coming for you. The trials and tribulations of growing up in physical education. Yes, and I will not be wearing a sports bra. I will. See you on Friday. Bye.